Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome into another edition of Real Golf Radio presented by Callaway Golf. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper. Thanks so much for joining us each and every week. You can check us out online at realgolfradio.com or on our Twitter feed at Real Golf. Give us a follow, join the conversation, keep up with us. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. We got a fun show for you this week as we're going to dive into this uh Premier Golf League, Super Golf League, all these things that are out there right now. Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel has been all over it this week, and we're going to jump in and uh, catch up with him. He's in Charlotte for the Wells Fargo Championship at Quell Hollow. Ian Carter, we're going to go across the pond, our good friend from the BBC. He joins us as well to give us a perspective from from the European tour. And then we'll in hour number two, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. And Ryan Ballinger from GolfNewsNet.com will join us to kind of put a bow on the whole thing. So uh, that's what's on tap. It's going to be fun. Hey, by the way, uh, before we get going any further, Bob, let's uh, just take a moment mm-hmm. and a hearty congratulations to our good friend Mike Weir. Yeah, it was a rain-shortened event, but... Uh, Where's he back in the winner's circle, finally, and he gets his first win on the PGA Tour Champions last week at the Insperity Invitational there in uh, Woodlands, Texas. So uh, hats off, uh, really, uh, really proud of him, and I know it's been a long time coming. He's worked really hard, and I think it's an example of just how quickly things can leave you and how hard it is to get it back and also that how much you appreciate it when it does finally come back around. So I think it's a great story for Weir. Well, you know, the uh, PGA Tour champions came at a perfect time for Mike. You know, he's struggling, as you said, going through all these different things with uh, health and um, issues with, with his game and was able to uh, – it's it's almost – it's really kind of like a new lease on life. And so Mike goes out. He works hard. He practices. He gets ready. And as soon as he hits the ground, he hits the ground running and puts himself in contention a few times and was able to uh, – to knock it off yeah, a couple and, of, and get his win on J champions. That's right. And a couple of runner-up finishes and then finally breaking through for yep. the W. It's his first win since 2007, and it came just 10 days shy of his 51st birthday. So happy birthday to Weirzy coming up next yep. week. And then, of course, in that mix, John Daly, which I didn't think we'd be talking. How, how, 
How huge is it? How 2021 is it that John Daly was right there in contention as well? Pretty, pretty remarkable. And then you've also got, uh, did you see the video? Charles Barkley has lost the hitch. He's yeah. actually swinging a normal golf swing and hitting shots. So crazy. there's a lot of crazy yep. stuff happening in the game. Anyway, we're going to get to it all coming up next. Rex Hoggard kicks it off. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. To get your highest performing tour ball, you need to build it with the highest quality. To get the highest quality, you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints. And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before now back to brian taylor and bob casper on real golf radio real golf radio all right welcome back to the show brian taylor bob casper with you here on real golf radio let's go out to charlotte now quell hollow Wells Fargo Championship, Golf Channel, GolfChannel.com, correspondent Rex Hoggard, is senior golf writer, joining us right now. Hey, Rex, how are you, man? 
Good. How you boys doing? Well, it's great, man. It's good to visit with you. You have been busy this week. I mean, GolfChannel.com is basically RexHoggard.com this week. I mean, with all the Premier Golf League stuff that's going on, and of course Phil Mickelson being in the mix early this week, uh, you've you've been you've been all over it and, and busy. It's been a good news week. I like good news weeks. I like busy weeks. They seem to come a little bit faster, so I don't mind it. I don't know how much I particularly enjoy writing about things other than golf, but that's part of the gig, so I'll take it. <laughs> so let's start there because the premier – you know, I kind of thought COVID, the one thing that maybe that came out of that was the, the death of the P, the premier golf league idea, but uh, clearly not. I mean, it's been square in the news, and um, the quotes and the articles that you put together were fantastic. If you are listeners, if you haven't checked them out, go to golfchannel.com, looks for look for Rex's articles and 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 I thought you uh, I thought you did a good job explaining the situation and and providing quotes from the players maybe just give us a summary after talking with uh, the various players what what's summarize where it's at right now and and where you think this thing is going if anywhere uh, give me an idea of how long you want that to be what, what's your hard <laughs> network out this is going to take a minute. Um, uh, as far as it being you know, dead in the water, I guess. I think that was sort of a, a common thought. And as we made our way through last year and the quarantine and the return to competition and everything else that transpired, it was clearly pushed to the back bumper. However, if you think back to last February, it was very much right there, you know, on the front burner. It was very much a hot topic. And I remember specifically, and this was in Mexico, and it was Sunday and we were leaving Mexico, and it was where Rory McIlroy had sort of drawn the line in the sand. It's where he made the famous quote, I want to be on the right side of history and, and completely dismissed the idea that it would be something that he would ever be interested in to jump to this new league. And I was talking with Rory on Sunday afternoon and I was saying, well, it's over now, right? It's dead. Like you, 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 you and others have pretty much made sure that it's never going to happen. And he stopped and he thought about it and he goes, no, there's a lot of money. And where there's a lot of money, there's always going to be hope. And I think that this is where we're at and it's not going to go away anytime soon. Is sort of the part I think where we are because the people who are behind this, Saudi Arabia, the, the, the wealth fund, there is a lot of money there. And this is something that they clearly want very, very badly. And when you look at how motivated they are and the fact that there's others who are interested, you know, I, I talked with Phil Mickelson and he said he was found the whole thing interesting. Ricky Fowler finds the whole thing interesting. Interesting, by the way, is a key word for I'm not going to commit to it right now because that's going to get me in trouble, but I'm going to continue to talk. And so if you kind of go down the line and you, sort of check off the players who have used that keyword and clearly have an interest and seem to be on the radar of whatever this new league is going to call itself. It's, it's substantial. And it's something that the PGA tour is taking as a very, very serious threat as they should be mm-hmm. in a player meeting on Tuesday night here, Coyle Hollow, the commissioner essentially broke it down the way he did last year, that any player that commits to play this league will be suspended immediately and likely be expelled from the PGA tour. That's significant because that has never happened before in the history of the PGA tour. So you get an idea of how serious this is. That all being said, I don't think we're anywhere closer now to a resolution one way or the other, either these 10 or 12 players jumping to this new league or this new league going away than we were at this point last year. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, it, it, it almost seems kind of like a money grab, um, and the guys that they are focusing at are guys that have plenty of it right now. Um, you know, the Rorys, the Phils, um, all that kind of thing. The other thing on the other half of the coin is you've got to look at at what's at jeopardy if they were to make that jump. World ranking points, um, major championships, potential major championships down the line, um, 
all those things, uh, Ryder Cup, uh, President's Cup, there's a lot of things at stake here, not just the money. No, that's true. And, I mean, to go through the tick off your list of, of those important things, and certainly the majors were the first thing I thought about. And all of the major organizations had a statement of one form or another on Wednesday in the aftermath of this. And in one form or another, they seemed to at least implicitly support the PGA Tour. They all seem to pick their side, and their side is going to be the PGA Tour. Now, what does that mean if, say, Phil Mickelson makes the jump? Does that mean he doesn't get his lifetime invitation to the Masters every year? I would I would find that hard to believe. I mean, it's, again, it's an invitation, and they can choose not to give it to him, but I would be surprised if it came to that. I think the linchpin in all this is going to be world ranking points because if we sit and think about it, that's where all this sort of triggers World ranking points is what allows these players to play in these major championships and to play in the Ryder Cup and to play in the World Golf Championships. And if they make this jump to the World Golf League or to whatever this Super League is going to be called and they don't get those points, that is very, very quickly going to take them out of the majors. And I think that would probably be a non-starter for most players. Rex Harder, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So I I just want to break it down into layman's terms here. I'm a PGA Tour player. Huh? Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> so I'm, let's let's say I'm Justin Thomas, for instance. He had some great comments that that you guys that you captured, and he said, "Look, my, my goal is to be number one in the world. My goal is to you know cement my place in in history." And Rory mentioned legacy and all these types of things. They, to Bob's point, they have money. So where's the what what are the pros of this? Like I, I honestly have a hard time finding what the pro is. Okay, money. They're going to give you thirty million dollars, but I, I, to me. For Phil Mickelson, $30 million is a lot of money, but it's not the sort of life changer it would be for, for an everyman like me, uh, for instance. So I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to think of what are what's the upside for these guys. I see a lot of downside. I don't see a lot of upside other than zeros. Uh, well, it's, it's a vast amount of money, and $30 million is the reported number, and I was told by various sources you would know that that's on the low side. Mm. And I'm kind of with you. Like, it's $30 million, and I hate to say that because you put it in context of put, trying to put it in layman's terms. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to wrap your mind around. But no, that's probably not going to turn Phil's head. But if you start getting into $100 million, that's probably going to turn his head because that's generational wealth we start talking about. And I think it's probably somewhere between 30 and $100 million. And I think where we're going to end up is it's going to come down to a dollar figure. And what number are you willing to put on this? I think for most players, they would agree with you that look, my career at this point, certainly for Rory and JT and some of the guys you mentioned, this is about legacy. I want to win majors. I want to be number one in the world. I want to compete and win Ryder cups. Those things don't come with a price tag. That, that is golf at its best. It's a true meritocracy. You have to earn that. You have to earn your way in. You have to earn those victories. In this particular case, what we're talking about here, and if we're going to break it down into layman's terms, players want guaranteed money. And this is the only sport that really doesn't have guaranteed money. And this is a way of, of trying to give those players, those top players, those players that move the needle, guaranteed money. Now, if it comes to pass, I'm still doubtful because there's a lot of things, as you just pointed out, going against this. But I will go back to Rory's quote in Mexico. There's a lot of money. Mm. And where there's a lot of money, there's hope. Mm. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I was, I was talking about it with Brian. You know, if you think about it, you know, uh, we've seen – reported amounts of money that that players have made you know phil in the 40 to 50 million range a year uh so to speak that kind of thing you know all these guys the especially these top echelon of guys they can they can do what 
whatever they're going to be given. They can do whatever they're going to be given over a two-year period or a three-year period. Um, so, and but but it goes back to me goes back to forfeiting. Um, you know, like you said, the the Ryder Cup, the world ranking points, majors, all those things. It's not to me. It's not just about the money. No, and for most players, I think at this point it isn't about the money. Although I think if I'm going to, and look, I, I, I do this for a living, so this is something that, that I, I've immersed myself in, and it's not been entirely enjoyable because it is sort of pitting these competing interests and it's starting to pit players against philosophically right. against each other. And so no, it's not enjoyable. That being said, I certainly think it's a conversation worth having because as I just pointed out, golf is much, much different than any other professional sport. We don't have a union. There is no collective bargaining agreement. There is no guaranteed money. And so I think as we get into an age where we're seeing more and more athlete empowerment, we certainly see it in the NBA and whatever is happening right now with Aaron Rodgers in the NFL, it seems like we're seeing it in the NFL and we've seen it in baseball. I think this is a version of that in golf. Now there are going to be those who don't like this and I get that. However, this is going to be where we're going to go for towards the future. Will there be guaranteed money where these players go and play this breakaway league? I am seriously doubtful of that, but it is at least forcing the PGA tour to look at things a little bit differently and realize that it's what the player impact program is all about. That was just, you know, reported on just a few weeks ago. This is about trying to find rewards, the top players for being the top players. They're the ones that, that move the needle. They're the engine that turns that wheel and they should probably should be rewarded a little bit more than others. Mm. I get that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I get it, but to me, and you pointed this out earlier, the merit meritocracy of it all, where it's, it's a little bit of that's, that's a lot of the appeal. I think for people with the sport of golf is these players are out there earning, you know, what they make every single week. And, and you and I both know that's not exactly the true because once you've reached a level of status, that is that where they are now, Players like Kepka and and Justin Thomas and and Phil Mickelson and Ricky Fowler. Once you've reached that level, you know the rich get richer, right? I mean, the the Troy Merritts of the world, you know, good friend of ours. That you know they have to grind it out. It's a different it's a different scenario for players like that than it is this upper echelon. Their their sponsorship opportunities, their access to events, you know, that don't have cuts and continue to make money. So there is a certain level where you reach where it it becomes a bit of a gravy train. And there is some guaranteed money there, if if you will, right? I get it's not a contract or part of a bargaining agreement, but it, but it is somewhat there for those players. Well, it is certainly when you talk about a player of Phil's caliber or Roy's caliber, there's going to be endorsement deals, and there's going to be guaranteed money along with that. That will be what people point to. However, and again, I, I'm not comfortable in this devil's advocate role. That's really not what other athletes deal with. So and there are going to be people who are going to push back. And this is this is not going to go well for the mm-hmm. PGA Tour because it's something that, as, as you guys pointed out at the beginning of this conversation, I'm sure Jay Monahan wished this was over after last year and after going through COVID and everything else. But it is very much, I mean, I call it an existential threat. And I still believe that's true. Mm. Well, Rex, thanks so much for uh, trying to break it down. You're right. We do have a network stop here, but we, at least in radio, we have a few more minutes than what you are able to use in television. So um, thanks for uh, trying to break it down, and I guess we'll see where it goes from here. I, to your two points, there's money, and where there's money, there's hope. I think those are that, that's, a valid, that's a valid thing. So we'll see, how, we'll see how it shakes out. I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I like it. All right, thanks, Rex. Take care, man. See you, boy. Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel and GolfChannel.com, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. It's interesting. We'll talk about it next right here on Real Golf Radio.
Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms. An indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns. And Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals, so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. You might know Mountain Land Supply for its plumbing products, but did you know Mountain Land Supply also carries landscaping, irrigation supplies, and tools. They can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe, sprinkler heads, and nozzles to use for your yard. Using smartphone technology, you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers. For all your landscaping needs, Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com now back to real golf radio talking golf back when 300 yard drives were big for real here's brian and bob Hi, right, welcome back to the show. Thanks to Rex Hoggard. Wow, a lot going on there. By the way, this segment brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George. Go to blackdesertresort.com for more information on this all-new resort featuring a Tom Weiskopf championship golf course, uh, spa, resort amenities, pools, 
lazy rivers, walking trails, the whole nine yards down in the beautiful St. George, Utah area. It's a very hot market and some tremendous opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. Remarkable within reach. All right, as we mentioned, let's hear from some of the players, starting with Rory McIlroy, as we reference some of these cuts about this new proposed an article saying that the Premier Super Golf League, whatever you're going to call it, which there's a couple of them out there, what they're saying about that. Here's, let's start with Rory McIlroy. They first contacted me back in 2014. So this is seven years down the line and, you know, nothing has really changed. The, you know, maybe the, the, the source of the money's changed or the people that are in charge have changed, um, but nothing has happened. No sponsorship deals, no media deals, uh, no players have signed up, no manufacturers have signed up. It's been through so many iterations at this point. And I think people, you know, you go back to what happened last week in Europe with the, the, the European Super League in football, you know, people can see it for what it is, which is, a, which is a money grab, which is fine if that's what you're playing golf for, is to make as much money as possible. Totally fine. Then, you know, go and do that if that's what makes you happy. But I think the top players in the game, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking on you know, my own personal, personal beliefs. Like, I'm playing this game to try to, to cement my place in history and my legacy and to win major championships and to win the biggest tournaments in the world. I mean, that's why I'm playing this game. Golf has been very good to me, obviously, over the years by playing in Europe, starting off, coming over to the PGA Tour and playing here. And, you know, I, I, I honestly don't think there's a better structure in place um, in golf, and I don't think there will be. You know, you have the... Um, you know this strategic partnership as well between Europe and the PGA Tour, and that's only going to strengthen, you know, the structure of golf going forward as well in terms of scheduling and and all sorts of other stuff and working together a little bit more. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a coincidence that you know, the news came out yesterday, just as you know where you know the PGA Tour is having their annual player meeting and, and Jay's addressing the membership. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you all know my feelings on it, and I'm I'm very much against it, and I, I don't see why, you know, I don't see why anyone would be for it. All right, there you go, Rory McIlroy at uh, on his media um, appearance at Quell Hollow, the Wells Fargo Championship on the PGA Tour. Bob, first of all, your thoughts on that? I mean, we we discussed that a little bit with Rex. We talked about, but but to your point, there's more going on than just the money. Rory recognizes that, but Rory isn't. He also acknowledged depends on where you are in your career. There's difference. Everyone feels a little bit differently about this. But from from Rory's standpoint, and again, more as you pointed out as well, more of the the, the players that are being targeted are those players that are well into their career. They've established themselves as superstars, and so to me, the money is less appealing for those types of players versus some of the other ones. I I agree with you a hundred percent. And, you know, you hear it from Justin Thomas, you hear it from Rory, you hear it from John Rahm. I had no clue that this was going on way back in 2014. That's Mm. seven years ago. And it's still, nothing is still ironed out all the way. So you look at, you listen to those three guys and each one of them said, you know what? I'm, I'm here to play golf and play in the biggest tournaments and uh, create my own legacy and um, also, you know, win the biggest golf tournaments in the world. And you could shoot yourself in the foot and throw that all the way for the rest of your life. Should you decide that you want to jump to another, another quote unquote golf league that, that is trying to lure you by tens of millions of dollars, you know? And as I said with, with Rex and uh, you know, these guys, 
Phil Mickelson's made 40 million, makes about 40, 45 million dollars a year. Rory's probably in that same category. A lot of these guys are in that same category. And to offer them 30 million to come play, um, with it being so far up in the air and, and a player giving a commitment to do that, I, I just don't see it happening. I think there needs to be a reason for it to happen beyond that there's more money. And Rory alluded exactly. to the fact where the, the fans over at the European uh, Football League, and we'll talk to Ian Carter coming up next about that, but he basically said they saw through it that it was just a money grab. The fans didn't support it, and it was gone. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what else. I, I can't, I'm trying to figure out. Like, I understand that if there was a situation where the PGA Tour players had put up with enough, like they're just like, we're not, they've been complaining right. about this for years and, and it's an issue. Like they did before. Right. Yeah, and, like and, they did before. When, when, my dad, when my dad was on the PGA Tour and in the, in the late 60s, around 67, 68, they went from being part of the PGA of America to making their own players, um, which is now the PGA Tour um, professional golfers. So, right. Yeah. And you think about where, how far, that's a great point, Bob, too, bringing up your dad, because when your dad was done playing, even though he did all, like he was one of the big four, right? 51 yep. wins on the PGA tour, three major championships. Billy Casper was part of laying the groundwork for what is today the PGA tour. When he finishes on the champions tour, again, at the time, one of the more successful champions right. tour players, he has nothing, absolutely nothing. There's no pension. There's, he had zero, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and today's players, guys that have been on the tour for five years, yep. have a pension, have a retirement a pension. That, it, that, it, that, that dwarfs what your dad made in his entire yep. career. So look, look, go back to your dad's day, and I can see where there's a gripe saying, look, you got to take care of us. You got to help us out here a little bit. There's got to be some give back. You know, for all that I'm doing for you, there's got to be something that you've got to do for me and take care of us when we're done. Well, that to me, in my mind, the way I look at it from an outsider, that has been done. The players are well taken yeah. care of. Everything is in place. And it's, you know, again, all of the, the PGA Tours has, has purchased and, and now sponsors all the feeder tours. And so the, the, the path is set for your opportunity to play up through the minor leagues, if you will, up onto the PGA Tour. And the upper echelon players on the PGA Tour are rewarded handsomely. Not only that, but they continue to maintain their independent status, which allows them to choose where and when they want to play. Now, there's a few provisions in you there know, to try it, to mix up where they play and, yeah. and have them frequent some events that aren't quote-unquote popular. Quell Hollow has the distinction of being a popular event. That's why you have four of the top five players yes. in the world playing this week. But other events, so there's things that are put in place, but for the most part, the, port, the tour players, and especially those at the top echelon, can choose where they want to play. That freedom to me, especially when the players have the hundreds of millions of dollars already, it seems like a lot to give up yep. for that $30 million, whatever it happens to be, plus, like Rex said. Well, and people don't understand how well the PGA Tour players are taken care of. I mean, when yes, of course, they need to get their own hotel room or their own house for the week. Um, they need to pay for their own dinner. Um, but for the most part, once they get there, they have a courtesy car. They have breakfast, lunch in, in player reception and dining area for them and their families. And basically all they have to do is pay for dinner and and their lodging. And they are extremely well taken care of. So to throw that all away, they'll have those things in the in the in the golf league. But to throw that all away right now and and to lose the opportunity 
to um, make history with your career and what you're doing, yeah, it's uh, it's a no go in my opinion, in my mind. Yeah, it's it to me. There's with what's at stake, and the fact that there doesn't seem to be a real gripe right now. Now, are there things that could right. be better? Like, hey, instituting a player impact program. Okay. Like the PGA Tour, these guys, uh, they're basically what they've done is they've incentivized and they're looking to reward those who are getting the most eyeballs on the PGA Tour product, which is, in fact, the players. And so for those that are that are making an effort, you know, and, and drawing attention and increasing the views, that only strengthens the tour then they're going to reward them for that. So yep. that's that's good stuff. And I think there's more of those things that certainly can come from that and, and will continue to develop because of that. Hey, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to get a, a perspective from across the pond. Our good friend Ian Carter joins us next right here on Real Golf Radio. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers. We're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. 
Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you here on Real Golf Radio. And as we continue talking about this uh, really interesting topic, I think it's uh, going to be well served to go across the pond and get a perspective from a seasoned journalist, a man that's been around the game for a long time and is a golf correspondent with BBC Sports. He's a good friend of ours. You've heard him here on Real Golf Radio in the past. Ian Carter joins us right now. Ian, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Brian. Hi, and good, good to hear from you, you Bob, as well. Basically, you've just, in a very nice way, said that I'm old. <laughs> Is that seasoned? Is that what happens when I say seasoned? <laughs> oh, I, I don't know. If you're old, then I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, were you able to go back to the Masters? Uh, no, uh, I've been uh, I've been stuck this side of the pond ever since. Uh, the pandemic uh, started. I actually came home from from the Players' Championship uh, the day after that was uh, was abandoned last year. Uh, so we've been covering all the majors from from home. I've got my fingers crossed. There is a chance I will get out to Kiowa for the PGA Championship, which uh, I, I'm excited about the the prospect of that. But I'm I'm not taking anything for for granted. We're we're still moving pretty cautiously over over here, but things are it seems moving. In a, in a more positive direction. So I'm, I'm going to the British Masters at the Belfry next week, uh, and then hopefully the PGA Championship the, the week after. Very good. Yeah, that's great yeah. news. Hey, before we get into our kind of our topic on the day, um, how about European golf right now? Uh, it, it feels to me like maybe in the 20-plus years that we've been covering golf here on Real Golf Radio – that the contingent of European strong European tour players, whether they're playing primarily on the PGA Tour or not, is really high-level golf right now. Just kind of give us an overview from, from your perspective on the, the immense talent that seems to be, you know, not, I don't want to say necessarily dominating the game, but right there uh, dominating and, and, and strong, strong showing from, from Team Europe. Yeah, I think I think you're right to point up that there's a there's a lot of talent around, but that, uh, to me it feels a, a, a little bit flat. You know, you've got you've got John Rahm, who's the, the the European number one, but not much has happened for for him in in the last sort of few weeks. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton has had his his moments. He's the leading British player at the moment. We know Rory McIlroy is is struggling. Tommy Fleetwood, it hasn't quite happened for. Justin Rose has 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 faded a, a, a little bit. So uh, Henrik Stenson and uh, you know and, and another one. So if I'm honest, I, it, it feels a little bit flat at the moment. I, he'll never say it, but I, if I were Patrick Harrington at the moment, I'd just be a little bit concerned that actually there's there's not too much to get terribly excited about in terms of the the Europeans. You know they you know they flickered a bit at the at, at the Masters, but weren't really a, a, a factor in, in that. And it, it strikes me that sort of week in, week out, we're not seeing that much from the Europeans on the PGA Tour at the moment. Mm. Yeah, but let's face it. When it comes down to Ryder Cup, you guys get up for that. Uh, the European squad gets up for that. And I don't expect anything different going forward in September. Nor do I. No, I, I, you know, I, I think that you're, you're absolutely right there, Bob. 
that that is the traditional European way, and on paper they they often have the weaker side, and and then come up with a formula that is is uh, greater than the sum of the the parts. Having said that, I, I genuinely think that the Americans are going to have a whole new dynamic to their Ryder Cup team this time around. If Steve Stricker can can harness it, there is so much exciting young talent and it might be slightly controversial to say it but I think an American team that doesn't have a Phil Mickelson or a Tiger Woods in it has much more chance of, of harnessing the kind of collective spirit for which Europe is so so famous so I you know I, I really and we always have this, this, this debate over who's the favorites I make America really strong favourites heading towards Whistling Straits at the moment. But a lot of golf still to be played. Uh, it's an interesting take. I, I guess I also think about you know, the run that Lee Westwood has been on, and we've even seen Sergio you know, uh, kind of emerging back in there a bit. So I, you know, maybe it's not the, the young guys, but you know, Fat, Fitzpatrick seems to be you know, kind of maybe, maybe popping in here and there. So I, I don't know. I, I, I look at it, and I, the names you listed, I, I love Terrell Hatton's game. Uh, obviously, John Rahm playing well Rory is a is obviously a mystery to me um, but I always get nervous when I see Tommy Fleetwood in in contention I mean that guy is such a great ball striker so I, I look at that group and it just feels like man it's and maybe it's just that we see them more than maybe in years past where the tours are so intermingled now it, it perhaps that's what makes that come to mind yeah I know I, I think you're right and I think you know the the the, the COVID situation really has you know the European players in the in the top fifty in the world, the PGA Tour players who are European, they've just based themselves in America because of the difficulty of flitting between between tournaments. So uh, that's made it, um, I think, much more. Uh, you know, that, I think that you're you're seeing the, the same groups of Europeans playing very very regular uh, regularly in in America, which you might not have seen in normal circumstances. Mm that regularity so yeah that they are there but if, if, if you if you drill down on it you know a couple of couple, Westwood was great in the Florida swing with those those runner-up finishes Bay Hill and the, and the players championship we haven't had that much to get excited about since then um, looking at it from from this side of the pond so um, but you know timing is everything and there's a, a major month to come and there is an opportunity to get some real momentum going in the weeks and, and months ahead. And Rory McIlroy, you know, won last time it was at Kiowa. Uh, is obviously a different player now. Uh, what's your assessment of Rory and his game? It, it, it strikes me that he is, he is obviously wrestling with technical issues which are preventing him from playing golf. In a sense, he's playing, playing swing. He's trying to correct things. He's trying to, to find patterns that, that, that will work for him. And I think that that is, is stopping him going out there, looking at a shot and saying, right, the shot I need to hit here is a soft draw and let me hit it. And, and just going and doing that instinctively. I think there, are, there seem to be sort of blocks in the way, which is then putting stress on various parts of his game. And, uh, and it's still to fall into place. He's working with, with Pete Cowan. Now, we all know he's a, a brilliant, brilliant coach. He's had so much success. But uh, there are other players who who haven't worked well with with Pete Cowan, Tommy Fleetwood being a, a prime example. So there are no guarantees, and we know that in the game of golf, there are no guarantees 
that him turning to Pete Cowan is going to turn him around. What is going to turn Rory McIlroy around is, is his supreme talent. And somehow he has to find a way for that to, to come out. Um, and he's struggling to do that at the moment. But, uh, you know, all players struggle from time to time. They all go through, through these phases. They have to work their way out. I'm less concerned in, in many respects about what's going on right now compared with when he was going into majors playing really well and then throwing in horrendous rounds and horrendous moments that were taking him out of contention at the, mm. in, in those matches when he was playing well. Because that, to me, suggested there was something wrong mentally with the approach rather than technically. And, and I think the technical side is probably, when you've got as much talent as, as Rory, easier to correct than, than perhaps mental frailty. Tell us your thoughts about that uh, professional golf league uh, or premier golf league. It's kind of reared its ugly head again um, here in, in 2021. A lot of players talking about it. Uh, big players are making some comments. Rory, John Rahm, that type of thing. Uh, let us know your thoughts and, and what's, what's being said over there across the pond. Well, I mean, it was it was a story that this week was broken by a, a, a British newspaper. Um, my my colleague James Corrigan from the Daily Telegraph is a phenomenal journalist, and he he broke the news along with uh, Ewan Murray at the at the Guardian. Um, and so it has it's attracted an awful lot of interest. I know um, the the stuff that I've written on the BBC Sport website has been extremely widely. Uh, read the figures on that suggest that there is a huge degree of interest in this story. Of course, Super Leagues are a, are a big topic of conversation in British sport at the moment with the failed um, you know, pr- football project uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I think this is a, this is a different thing because we're, we're, you know, we're, we're talking about individuals rather than teams. We're not talking about the, the entrenched fan bases that football teams uh, soccer teams that over here would, would command when you're talking about individual golfers. And I think it's interesting that the players that it sounds like are being courted at the moment are at different stages of their, their careers. So it, it's, um, it, it, I think it's fascinating for, for the game. I would be very surprised if, if the players go for it, even though the amounts of money are eye-watering because I think they're on such a good thing with the PGA Tour and the European Tour at the moment. Well, you kind of uh, set the scene, and Ian Carter, correspondent with the BBC Sports, uh, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Would you set kind of how that Super League with the football, uh, because I heard John Rahm mention it, uh, how quickly, you know, 48 hours and it was gone. Can you kind of just, uh, how that wrote, how the, the rise and the fall of that and how it might be similar, if any, to what they're proposing here in golf? Well, I think that the, the big similarity is that, that both sports have a, a pyramid system. And, and I think that this is what, this is what upsets soccer fans across Europe. The, the, the dream that your lowly team could, if they play well enough and win enough matches, get promoted and promoted and promoted up to that, that very top level. And the fact that these dozen clubs in Europe were looking to set up their own competition where there would be no relegation for them so that jeopardy has has gone now Mm. that is a concept that that you guys are very familiar with in the nfl your teams will not drop out of the nfl if they don't play well enough now that's 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 fine that that's part of your sporting culture but on this side of the pond 
that jeopardy that if you play badly, you no longer have your status. That that is part and parcel of the excitement of the sport, and that I think was one of the factors that really united rival fans from so many different teams to say no. This is wrong. This is not how we want to conduct our sport. And so there was this uprising protest that spontaneously happened across uh, leading Premier League uh, clubs and, and, and all of that. And that, that level of protest and anger really made it dissolve very, very quickly mm. because these clubs knew that they were going to lose their fan base, which was vital to them. Now, in, in golf, if you have a, a, a Super League of 48 players, and they're in, and that's them, then that removes the opportunity for a Will Zalatoris to have a great, great year and then force his way in, in, into that big money league. Whereas what we've seen from him is he's having a fantastic time and we've seen him just grow up to the pointy end of the, of the pyramid. And that's, that's how it should be. That's, that's, how, that's how sport works. And, and I think that if you have a a sort of exclusive 48-man Super League, and that messes with that concept then, and the meritocracy of it, then certainly in the eyes of European sports fans, that would, that would lack a great deal of legitimacy. That's very well said. And by the way, thanks to the Ted Lasso series for helping uh, some of us American fans understand the Premier League football a little bit more right <laughs> so, yeah well ian I, I know your time is short so thank you so much for joining us that makes a lot of sense i guess just in in summary do you, do you think this uh, continues to grow legs or is this just popping up in the wind again uh i i think it's popping up i think it seriously has legs i think the amounts of money that are being talked about are going to catch the attention of an awful lot of people that's just human nature that that but i i just think and I think that Phil Mickelson made a made a, a very salient point, which was, you know, golfers like to choose their own schedule mm-hmm. as much as they can, and and the, you know, selling themselves to this for that amount of money, they would be giving up an awful lot when they are on a very good thing already. So my feeling is it's not going to happen. I think the hard line taken by the PGA Tour and the European Tour will will be sufficient to maintain the status quo, but I think that we would all be making a big mistake to underestimate these guys. They've got an awful lot of money. Mm. Well said. Ian, thank you so much. It's so great to hear your voice, and uh, you're, you're so professional, and you do a great job. And seasoned or not, old or young, you're fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Always good to hear from you, and you, Bob. Nice to talk to you. All right. Thank cheers. You, Ian Carter, BBC golf correspondent, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Love that guy. I'm so glad that we've been able to meet him over the years and and spend some time. Uh, Appreciate his time. We'll take a short break, and uh, we'll talk more about this. He made some good points. We'll talk about it right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it. 
before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some. Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future. But we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at CasbyRealEstate.com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y RealEstate.com. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at hoops vision.com you're listening to real golf radio now back to brian and bob all right, welcome back to the show. Thanks again to Ian Carter for joining us. Really appreciate that. Also, Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, right off the bat. So you got BBC and Golf Channel, uh, the two authorities across the pond and here in the U.S. on the game of golf. And by the way, Matt Wallace is tied for the lead. Okay, he's tied for yes. the lead. He's from England. So, Ian, help me out here, yep. man. I'm So I'm saying, you know, Rory's right there. He's tied for fifth. <laughs> I mean, come on, give me a little credit here. Anyways, yeah, I mean, okay, maybe it feels flat. Maybe if they don't play well on the weekend, it'll be a little flat. But um, pretty interesting. Matt Wallace there uh, with a 69-60-70. He's a 600-par tied along with Gary Woodland. Uh, Phil Mickelson, by the way, as we mentioned, 64-75. Uh, there were a lot of players yep. that had a really good opening round, did not follow it up with a very good second round. But Yeah, and Phil Mickelson is tied 10. Also, Patrick Rogers is tied there in the top spot at minus six. Gary Woodland missed the cut huge last week, and here he is leading the golf tournament after 36. It happens. Uh, we'll talk about it next. More PGL, more tour. All the talk continues on hour number two, the back nine next on Real Golf Radio. 
You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Orlando police are reporting a suspect has been arrested in Florida this week in the alleged killing of Joseph Torres, a U.S. Army veteran of Afghanistan. The suspect, Sean Ingram Jr., also a veteran, stood in front of Torres and told him he could not pass in the wee hours of Sunday morning. If you're a Democrat, it's called voter restrictions. If you're a Republican, it's called voter integrity. Nonetheless, many states are now incorporating voter whatever you'd like to call it. The latest is Wisconsin, as legislators propose new election reform bills on Thursday. Officials in Maricopa County, Arizona, where a recount is taking place, acknowledge they did not have any control over the voting machines during the 2020 presidential elections. Epic Games versus Apple. Epic added its own in-app payment system to the Android and iOS versions of the game Fortnite last year and were immediately kicked out of Google and Apple's respective app stores. The trial began this week and should last for another two weeks. USA Radio News. Who's really running the country? Joe Biden? The First Lady? Kamala Harris? Maybe Barack Obama? Already, Kamala Harris is the most powerful vice president in history. All this week, Newsmax's Greg Kelly asked the tough questions about Joe Biden and who's really in charge at the White House. Every night this week, Greg Kelly is on Newsmax giving you the news you need to know. So watch Greg Kelly tonight at 7 p.m. and 11 p.m. Eastern and see his series, Who's Really in Charge? Newsmax TV is America's fourth highest rated cable news network. Everyone is talking about Newsmax. Find Newsmax on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want it. Or get Newsmax free on your smart TV. Or tune into Roku, Amazon Fire, Pluto, Zumo, or YouTube. Or just download the free Newsmax TV app on your smartphone and watch us anytime, anywhere. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. So should you. Americans continue to struggle feeding their families and have turned to food banks for help. Katie Fitzgerald, the vice president and chief operating officer of Feeding America, tells Fox News they have distributed 6 billion meals since March of 2020. The Feeding America network of food banks has just demonstrated incredible perseverance and ingenuity and, frankly, courage in the face of this really dramatic increase in food insecurity in our nation. In the past year, in 2020, we were able to provide six billion, with a B, meals to people facing hunger all across this nation. And we are on track this year in 2021 to deliver 6.5 billion meals. According to the USDA, more than 35 million people in the United States experienced hunger in 2019. As entertainment comes back to life, Usher has signed a residency in Las Vegas, Nevada at Caesars Palace on the Strip. Concert dates begin in July. Thanks for listening. We're USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the healthy bone and joint pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. The Pope talks nationalism and migration. Wendy King from the Pacific Northwest USA Radio News Bureau reports. Pope Francis condemned aggressive nationalism as especially harmful to vulnerable foreigners, migrants, and refugees. 
The Pope delivered the remarks in his announcement on the theme "Towards an Ever Wider We." It's his annual message for the 107th World Day of Migrants and Refugees, to be commemorated on September 26th. Francis emphasized that a fracturing of the collective purpose of "we" has become evident amid the COVID-19 pandemic and aggressive forms on nationalism. According to the COVID-19 vaccine tracker, the vaccination rate is about 25 times faster in countries with the highest incomes compared with the lowest. Francis further explained the theme expressed in this hope that we will think no longer in terms of them and those, but only us. Pope Francis does address the crowd in St. Peter's Square every Sunday at noon. Obviously, when he's in Rome. President Biden taking questions from reporters outside the formal setting of a White House press conference is not something we recommend. Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted Thursday he takes questions nearly every day he's out with the press. Psaki disclosed a lot of times we say don't take questions, but he's going to do what he wants to do because he's the president of the United States. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now, the back nine. Where business gets done. Where majors are won and boys become men. One day you'll get it. Hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hey, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. We had a great hour number one talking about this new Premier and Super Golf League. Um, I guess. Uh, opportunities that are being presented to some of the players. Rex Hoggard from Golf Channel, Ian Carter from BBC, both joined us to give us perspective from the U.S. and across the pond. Still to come here on the Back Nine Hour number 2, America's favorite caddy, as well as Ryan Balanchy. We're going to take a break from some of the yeah. uh, Premier Golf League talk with the caddy. We'll just have some fun, and we'll also talk about Quell Hollow and Kiowa Island that's coming up. I know he's been doing some work out there. So, um, yeah, look forward to this hour. Um, one of the things that I found to be interesting, Bob, uh, Phil Mickelson. Mm-hmm. He led after the first round. He opened with a 64. I mean, how about that? Yeah. And it was his first first round lead since the 2019 Amex. They're out in the desert. So it's been mm. over two years since he had a first round lead. You remember what he said this year at the right. desert, how important the West Coast was for him. And that didn't go so well for lefty. Mm-hmm. But he gets in there and, and he's had 30 now. It was his 30th first round lead. I found that to be kind of interesting. That felt low to me. Yeah. I, I agree. 
I agree. I, you know, I would have thought it would have been probably in the 40s or 50s easy. You think a guy like Phil would have you would get out hot. But you know what? Maybe guys like that they they recognized in order to win golf tournaments, you're not going to do it the first day. Just don't want to shoot yourself out of it the first day and you yep. I mean is 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 that a strategy? Is that a strategy to Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, um, you know, when you're playing in golf tournaments, of course you want to shoot the best possible scores that you can. But like you said, the thing you don't want to do is make bogeys and du- bogeys and double bogeys and put yourself so far behind that you can't make up the space. So, um, you know, most of the guys that are the best players in the world keep themselves into a position where they can move on a, on a, on a Saturday and then uh, finish it off on a Sunday, especially if they're leading. Nine of the 29 previous first-round leads, Phil has gone on to win. So uh, nine of 29, is that a good percentage? Is that a good number? Nine of 29 is a third. That's really good. All right. That's really good. Well, he's got yep. some work to do if he's going to make it 10 of 30 and maintain that uh, that average because he uh, went with a, uh, opened up 64, came back with 75, and he said that he was able to maintain focus on that 64, but he his mind wanders and he loses focus. And that happened to him in his 75. Bob, when I heard that, I couldn't help but chuckle, not to make fun of it, but I thought about, it felt to me like Tiger activating the glutes comment. It just, I'm like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Wait, what? I'm changing my mind. Yeah, I. that's yeah. what happens. Hey, stay tuned. The Back Nine's coming up next. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through everything to put my concerns to rest and the day of the surgery was so easy really one of the simplest things I've gone through and it worked I could see instantly and 12 years later I haven't had any issues at all I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway well you know close to 300 yards anyway schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir Bruce and Boyd Summerhays Bob Casper and me oh and mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save a thousand dollars off your LASIK procedure do it now at Hoops vision.com to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints and to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core you need unique 3d x-ray that's why one tour ball is more centered than another and it might not be who you'd think chrome soft This ball really does change everything. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. 
Have you heard? There's an all-new experience coming to St. George, Utah. Black Desert Resort at Entrada is a full community resort experience featuring a resort hotel, private residences, world-class dining and shopping, a Tom Weiskopf-designed championship golf course, and so much more. With a simple message of remarkable within reach, Black Desert Resort beckons you to visit and even stay for a lifetime. Exclusive real estate opportunities are available at blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Building a driver to deliver more speed isn't new. The way we're doing it is. We're pushing artificial intelligence to go even further. The new Jailbreak AI speed frame is designed to promote faster ball speeds across the face. It's a structural shift in design, delivering performance in a way you've never seen. We're not just building drivers, we're framing the future of speed. Only in the new Epic Drivers from Callaway. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. This segment is brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. And uh, if you haven't been to the garage, the two-long garage within Odyssey, you definitely want to do that. They have some special small batch putters that come out on occasion. They can also customize your own putter there inside the garage with the two-lawn group and uh, all part of Odyssey. And Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Bob, uh, we uh, talked about Phil Mickelson. Just to close it out there, he's been, he says this has been something he's been working on. I guess I don't just I, I don't quite understand. Maybe it's something more serious that I don't know about. But it just it's it's a little strange to hear one of the greatest champions of our game talk about how he just loses focus. And he gave an example where he was standing on seventeen there at Quell Hollow. Yep. And he he's, yep. he basically was in the middle of uh you know he's addressing the ball and he's changing the shot in his mind like maybe I should hit this way maybe I should do this. you know and he just let his mind wander and then he's like well I got to hit this so he just hit it and you know it didn't turn out so the funny thing is yeah he hit it in the water yeah the funny thing is I do that all the time <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it in putting is the sometimes I'm standing over my putt I've spent the time I've read it I get over it and I'm like this might break more than you think, and you adjust your stroke. Even though you've already set up to a particular line, maybe you push it out there a little <laughs> more or you because you're afraid it's going to break more than you might have thought. And I always wonder, why do I do that? And, and again, why? I guess it's surprising. Why? It is. <laughs> why? Anyway. Um, <laughs> but the funny thing is to see a guy that arguably is one of the best players to ever play the game with the amount of wins he's had, um, the majors he's competed in and won. Um, you know, he's got, what, five under his belt, something like that. Um, and to see him go through the things that we go through or that everyday amateurs go through as far as, you know, changing my mind, changing my shot, uh, moving the club head a little bit. But instead of backing away, you just you go ahead and hit it. And I'll guarantee you, when he's winning major championships, none of that was in his mind. Sure. But here it is. Here it is in this thing. So it's uh, pretty crazy to see that. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I'm anxious to see how Rory plays this weekend, as we talked about sort of at the top of the hour. You know, he's just two shots back. And he's not the defending PGA champion, but he is the last to win there at Kiowa Island there at the Ocean Course where right. they return to play the PGA here in just two weeks. So uh, I, I think it would be a great story. I think we've talked about this. You know, Jordan Spieth, you know, Jordan got back. 
Now Rory McIlroy. Those are the stories we're looking for. Jordan and Rory are two of the guys we talked about at the beginning of the year that would be huge stories this year should they find a way to get their form back. And I think the game of golf, you heard Rory uh, when we played him last hour and his comments. I mean, how, how, how grateful would you be as Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, to have a guy like Rory McIlroy saying the things he is at a time when your very business is being attacked by an outsider. I mean, Rory is, is huge for the PGA Tour, and you and I have made no bones about it. We're huge fans of Rory McIlroy. So a uh, couple other comments, Bob. I wanted to play Justin Thomas. He echoed essentially what Rory said about this whole idea of, a, of another league and and uh, deciding between the PGA Tour or jumping ship. I don't know where it's going to go because everybody is feels differently and everybody's in different places in their career, but for me, I'm all. I personally am about being number one in the world and, and winning as many majors as I can and winning as many tournaments as I can and doing historical things in the PGA Tour. And if I was to go do that, then all those things go down the drain and I can't do that. Um, I feel like I have a great opportunity to make a huge name for myself on the PGA Tour and, and continue to grow my brand and grow the game over here. And, yeah, I love the international side and being able to travel, but... Um, I can do that away from PGA Tour events. I don't feel the need to, to completely up and leave the PGA Tour because not only have they been great to me and everybody else, but it's uh, we have it pretty good here, and I, and I do understand that and, and respect it. And um, So I don't know. Everybody feels differently, and again, they're in different stages in their career, but I feel like you know the next 10 years of my career could you know, really be my prime, and, uh, and I want to take advantage of it here. Great comments there by JT. Here's what John Rahm had to say to Golf Channel. I told my managers loud and clear, until something is real and it's a possibility, don't bother me about it. Uh, speculations don't count. We all saw what happened with the Super League, right? In 48 hours, that thing was washed. So uh, right now, you know, I'm a PGA Tour member, I'm a PAC member, and my loyalty is on the PGA Tour. I mean, the players are essentially saying the same thing, Bob, although you have yep. Phil Mickelson, Ricky yep. Fowler. Both well, the top echelon players. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But you have Phil and Ricky both saying, it's interesting. <laughs> well, okay, so it's interesting because Phil is not competitive, so to speak, on the PGA Tour right now. He's almost 51. And then you've got Ricky Fowler, who has dropped way down in the world golf rankings, and he's struggling a little bit. And, yeah, 30 40 $50 million looks enticing to him right now. So the other thing, you know, when you've got like Rory speaking out, like you said, don't forget he's what he is. Is he the chairman of the player board? Yeah. Right now. Yeah. He just voted that. Yeah. So, you know, um, he's he's embedding himself, and thank goodness the tour is doing that as well. But he's embedding himself into the fabric of the PGA Tour, and that's where he's going to stay. Yeah, and he's helping with that European and PGA Tour alliance, which is huge as well. Uh, We're going to cut this segment just a little bit short. Coming up next, we'll get to the caddy. We're going to take a break from the piece, uh, this Premier Golf League talk. We'll just have some fun with him. Then Ryan Ballinger will help us put a bow on all this as we continue. Thanks for joining us. Brian and Bob with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, when you're not hunting birdies on the golf course, you may just want to hunt or shoot. Get some guns and ammo. Yeah, it's what you want. It's also the name of the store. Stop in one of the four locations along the Wasatch Front with Get Some Guns and Ammo stores in Murray, Orem, Layton, and Tooele. A great selection of firearms, an indoor shooting range for rifle, pistols, and shotguns, and Get Some has a large selection of range gun rentals so you can try it before you buy it. Beginners are welcome. Come and learn from the experts at Get Some Guns and Ammo, open seven days a week. 
Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. In 22 years of hosting this show, the most life-changing experience I've had was getting LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. I met Dr. Philip Hoops and Dr. Phil Hoops Jr. over a decade ago. They helped me through the decision process of understanding what benefits I would experience and the various options I had to choose from. One thing was for sure, I was done with contacts and glasses. What a hassle. Not ideal for my lifestyle. Of course, I was nervous. It's your eyes after all. But the Hoops Vision free consultation was absolutely key. They were thorough and walked me through through everything to put my concerns to rest. And the day of the surgery was so easy. Really, one of the simplest things I've gone through, and it worked. I could see instantly. And 12 years later, I haven't had any issues at all. I can still see that tee shot land 300 yards down the fairway. Well, you know, close to 300 yards. Anyway, schedule your free consultation today at hoopsvision.com. Join the list of happy patients like Mike Weir, Bruce and Boyd Summerhays, Bob Casper, and me. Oh, and mention Real Golf Radio, and you'll save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Do it now at Hoops vision.com you might know mountain land supply for its plumbing products but did you know mountain land supply also carries landscaping irrigation supplies and tools they can help you design and calculate the exact feet of pipe sprinkler heads and nozzles to use for your yard using smartphone technology you can even control your watering with state-of-the-art controllers for all your landscaping needs go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob with you here on the show. This is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, the new Apex 21 irons. There's nothing like our best. The new Apex 21 irons deliver an extraordinary level of forged performance and craftsmanship that we've never seen before. They're the first forged iron designed with artificial intelligence for faster ball speeds and improved spin consistency. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And with that, we welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. That caddy joins us every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Everybody loves the caddy, and you know what I love about Callaway sponsoring that with those irons is we all have a new set of irons right now. And the caddy likes to tell yes, us about his every time we talk to him. What's up, caddy? Caddy, uh, yeah, might have visited the gold vault. Might have. 
<laughs> oh, you were in Scottsdale. I was in Scottsdale. Okay. Yeah. You've seen the Gold Fall before, haven't you, Brian? Yeah, you and I, when we first started the show. Yeah, yep. all the gold putters from all the wins. Yeah. We we yeah. went to Nike uh, up in, in uh, Beaverton, and then we stopped in at Phoenix at uh, Ping, and that's where we were introduced to Pete Sanchez with Fujikura, who became the very first sponsor of Real Golf Radio on, on a syndicated basis. So, yeah, no, that's... Yep. The Gold Vault um, led us to our, our buddy Pete and to our friends at Fujikura. So, yeah, yeah, and the rest is history, as they say. So, Caddy, uh, the one thing I was going to ask you about: you sent us a picture of your new irons, and indeed, they had iron head covers on them. I got to tell you, that's they did. That's a strong move. I mean, that that's risky. I mean, it's like me wearing the fedora. I've been wearing it's a real risky. Yeah, I've been wearing a fedora like a big brim. I'm, I'm trying to embrace the wide brim hat for sun purposes. I've had friends that have dealt with melanoma. I just don't want to I don't want to do it anymore and it's not the cool look. I get it, right? It's not. Like everyone wants to say, "Hey, did you get a free bowl of soup?" I, I get I I've seen oh, the but movie. It looks good on you. Right. However, that right up there with that, maybe even a stretch further, our iron head covers. I'm, I'm impressed. Well, we've got to technically, yes, but practically speaking, and for the purposes of this discussion and the point you're trying to make, no. <laughs> oh, the, okay. They came out of the box with head covers on. I arranged them in a line up against the wall with head covers on. They're not in the bag currently being played with head covers on. Oh. That will not happen. Are you that sure? Are you sure? Yes. I'm now, sure that will not happen. Let me ask you why. Because to your point, and you were just telling us before we came on the air, that you just recently traveled. You did not bring them with it, bring them with you because you didn't want them to get all banged up because they're still new and pretty and shiny, which I can appreciate that when you get a new set of irons. Yeah. You don't want to, you, you kind of, you don't want to hit them off rocks. You just, you, you want to keep everything, you know, nice and pretty about it. So why is it that we're cool with them clanking around and we don't want to do the iron covers? Why are the, why are the iron covers so taboo? Some things just aren't right. Some things you just don't do. There's not necessarily an explanation for this. Okay, it's I'm all just... part of becoming. It's all be part of becoming, you know, a grown up and understanding. You know, when when you know, sometimes you you you, you leave childhood things behind. Oh my gosh! Here right? we go. Okay, that's what you do. I don't I mean, see any junior golfers very... with head covers on their irons. Just saying. Well, you know, maybe. Made. That's because they're emulating the cool people, the cool kids okay. who don't have head covers. I think Bubba has head covers, doesn't he? On his irons, I believe. I think Bubba might. Uh, my dad recently got a new set of irons, and he they came with a set of head covers like yours did, and he's left them on. And the well, other your dad also bought a car like in a different state from someone he didn't even know and wasn't even. I mean, come on, he's he, a risk taker. He, I guess that's that's true. Although we were playing in a little tournament together, and he goes. I'm like, here, you want me to grab a club for you? He's like, yeah, grab me the nine. I pull the nine. I goes, I'm looking through the head covers on these things. And I'm like, and I pull it off, and I'm like, I, I pull the head cover off the nine, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, that's a six. I'm like, that is, I'm like, Dad, I'm like, I don't, I don't care what your head cover says. The club says six, so I'm going to go ahead and give you the head cover with the six on it that actually has, in fact, the nine iron underneath. So that was a five. <laughs> that was, so my head covers don't actually have numbers on them. They're not really head covers. They're just protective 
covers for the clubs while in transportation to their final oh, destination. Okay. Mm. All right. Fair enough. And look, it's not going to be that long before I hit my first shot when the iron ends up getting somehow compromised by a cart path or something like that. It's Whoa. not going to be too long before that happens. Whoa. If you're playing a casual round of golf, you're going to hit it off the cart path. Oh yeah. Play it where it lies. <laughs> you know, the rules allow desert, for a drop there. Desert. Yeah. That those are, you know, people play by different sets of rules. Mm. I have mine. Caddy takes yours. it. Patrick, Caddy takes Patrick it. Patrick Reed has his. We have <laughs> different sets of rules. Daddy, Caddy takes it above and beyond. No. That's... I do. Oh. I do. I punish myself. I punish. Golf doesn't punish me enough. I'm going to punish myself a little more. Okay. Just what I do. Oh, oh man. That, that's great. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. a good question leading off of that, and now it just gone. So I guess we'll yeah. we will we'll move on. We'll we'll escape this okay. for a second. Okay, so let me so you say golf punishes. So have you it ever does. seen out on tour one of the players go kind of berserk and kind of punish himself for hitting a shot? Without naming names. Yeah. Well you know what comes to mind yeah. though, right? Woody Austin. Well I mean, Woody Austin. Yeah, I mean, Without Austin. naming names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a name that without naming. Yeah, that, without that, naming names. Did you say? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's going to be a tough one to overcome. However, uh, one of my favorites was I think we might have told this one was uh, the player will go unnamed, but he's in Hartford on the 17th hole in the fairway, which is at the bottom of this gigantic amphitheater. Basically, there's the first screen up to the left, there's the second tee up to the left, there's the 16th green across the water, there's the 16th tee, the 15th green, the 18th tee, all kinds of people everywhere. And he hits the shot, and he starts screaming as loud as he can, (laughs) Goodbye, PGA Tour! Goodbye, PGA Tour! (laughs) It's just legendary. Legendary. One of my favorite all-timers. I did not even witness this, but oh. I know about it. I have not heard that was, story in all the years. I actually have not heard oh, that story. That's a great story. Goodbye, Pete. That's a great this story. Guy, we need we need to have we need to have his caddy on the show because I, every every week he says something just spectacular that you just wish you were there for. So, second shot of a tournament one time. The second shot on the first hole, he pulls it in a bunker, and he says, "Way to miss the cut! Way to miss the cut!" <laughs> second shot of the week. Wow! See, golf does this. It's golf a golfer brain damage, nice right? People. It does. It takes very nice, normal, sane people, brings them into the zone of temporary insanity, and some of them don't quite get out of that zone. That's the problem. Mm. When you leave the scoring tent, you should leave the zone of temporary insanity. But do you? Yes. Do you really? I hope so. Uh, yeah. Caddy joining us yeah. here on Real Golf Radio. So uh, let, let's shift gears just a little bit. Phil Mickelson on Thursday claimed his 30th first-round lead in his PGA Tour career. First of all, does that number seem low or high to you, or is that about what you would have expected? Low. Yeah. Low. Yeah. Very low. Very low. How, what would That's you, an average of like 1.2 a year. That doesn't make sense at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a little interesting. How about no how about the number of times he converted of those first twenty nine? How many of those would you guess he converted into W's? 27 of the 29. Something high. It's going to be high. Nine. That's high. That's a lot. That's one out of three. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, 33%. That's a that's a big percentage. Yeah, yeah. I just think it's because Phil, Phil's a hot and cold guy, right? He yeah. gets hot, he's going to probably stay hot, right? Well. That, that doesn't surprise me. That's high except high. for this week. You know, when he goes 64 or 75, and that's not, well, that's more the hot and cold like you started on. with. I thought that's where you were going, and then, yeah. Yeah. Well, he usually doesn't. But, you know, look, first of all, it's quite hollow. And second of all, he's really, really, really old now. So he's not young still anymore. No matter how much coffee he's drinking, Father Time's going to start catching up to him. He's, he's rolling up on the ripe old age of 51. He is. Yeah. He is. That's ancient. I loved the yeah, uh, dog ears. What two hundred? <laughs> I loved one of the headlines. I've got a. What did it say? Uh, oh, I can't remember. There, there was something about. There was a headline about Phil opening up, and it was like a, a throwback to the or you know it had some sort of like connotation that you know. Like uh, t- turning back the clock, and you know all that. I'm like, wow, has it really been that long? <laughs> Is Phil really that old that it warrants a headline like the guy's like 55 or 60 trying to win, like Tom Watson did at the Open Championship? I mean, it was just kind of funny. But Phil looks like he's about 35. Yeah, he right? looks great. From a distance. Sure. Yeah, he looks great. He looks better than he's ever looked, and he's in great shape. He's one of those guys who I think he's going to age. I, I think he's going to play well forever until he's like 80. He's got the long golf swing. He has lots of fun. I, I think he'll be he'll be knocking knocking it down on that Champions Tour for a long time. I'm gonna I'm gonna That's counter that with I think he's in the booth before he gets a chance to be out there for a long time. The booth, the yeah. booth. Yeah. Did you hear Joel's line about? He said he said yeah Phil's. The information comment, it was funny. You got to look it up on Twitter. Yeah, they had some good banter, for sure. It was good. It was good, yeah. Phil's Phil's always good for for quality conversation. Hey, Caddy, real quickly, quickly before we let you go, tell us about the Green Mile at Quell Hollow. Mm, Well, that's that's the more impressive part about 51-year-old Phil Mickelson leading the tournament is the fact that anybody who's 51 can hit it far enough to play that course well. Because that, it, it's it's long. It's long and strong. I mean, 16's like 500, 17's playing shorter. It's playing a little shorter. I think it's 190 now. Um, and then 18's another 500 almost yard par four. It's just brutal. Brutal. You come, you come, you come down that stretch with a one-shot lead, two-shot lead, it's far from over. Far from over. I remember David Toms one time had a, I think he had a four-shot lead or a five-shot lead, and he made a seven or an eight on 18 at one by one. It was Oof. difficult to watch. It was mm. disturbing. Mm. Yeah, but he did it. He got it done. Right, there but, you go. Well, we'll see if uh, Phil is able to focus. He went from one to 11, so uh, we'll see if he can focus and get back in the mix. Bring it back around. Yeah. Maybe he'll have a... Well, have a hot, hot streak after his hot, cold start. Make it hot 10 cold. of 30. Yeah. 
Can we? Can I talk real quickly about a golf about where I was the last two days? Yes. I was at Kiowa, mm. which is just spectacular. Why didn't you invite in us? Every, by the way, in every kind of the course is closed. In every kind of a way, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful setting. The course is just, it's so hard and it's so good. And it, it's where you, you want, it should be match play though, because if you keep score there, you could really, your ego could get shattered so quickly keeping score. At Kiwa. <laughs> it's so hard, but it's so, it's good. It's fun. It's just awesome. I love you. And it was blown 20. Mm. And then I went over to Congaree though. Have you heard about Congaree golf club? No. Yeah. It's really cool. It's a Fazio course. It's in. It's right in Ridgeland, South Carolina, about an hour and a half drive, a little more inland, off I ninety five, and it's just a neat club. The a concept behind it, and this and that. They do a lot of support for the community down there. But I really like the course. It was a cool golf course. Kind of ball runs a lot. Pretty wide, wide fairway ball runs a lot. Really interesting green complexes. Um, was it closed? Phil should play there. Phil should play there. Was it absolutely play that. Was it closed? Was it closed? Yeah, was that golf course closed? No. So you could have invited us. All right, just wanted to clarify that. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. I'm a little tired after this yeah. long plane ride. That, yeah. that was, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming. <laughs> hey, Caddy, next to restricted club. <laughs> Next week, nice. You can't come. They don't. Leave, they don't. Your, your type. Your kind's not allowed. I got you. Hey, um, next the week. Is out. <laughs> they have a dress code there. <laughs> My cargo shorts. I can't. Uh, next week we'll break down Kiowa PGA preview. Uh, so that'll be fun. Thanks, Caddy. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Always love having the caddy on with us. For oh, yeah. Sure. All right, coming up next, we'll welcome in Ryan Ballingy. We'll put a bow on this. Thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. Born from 10 years of research and innovation, the shaft synonymous with high performance and unrivaled feel is back. Introducing the all-new Matori X from Fujikura. Built to amplify the performance of today's driver heads with a reinforced bias core and a torsionally stiffened handle, Matori X doesn't just add speed and stability, it multiplies it. Get custom fit from Matori X today. I started Folds of Honor above my garage 13 years ago because 90% of spouses and children of killed or disabled U.S. service members receive no federal education assistance. Our mission has never wavered. We honor their sacrifices by educating their legacy. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to you, I will be a construction engineer. An elementary school teacher. Thank you for helping me fulfill my dream of going to med school. We're able to award these scholarships because patriots like you refuse to turn your back on the cost of freedom. Join the Folds of Honor squadron today. Your $13 a month will help ensure we never turn military families away. This is your call to duty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thanks to people like you, I know my dad is not forgotten. Those who know love heading to St. George, Utah for year-round fun, especially golf. But where to stay is always a challenge, and getting a tee time can be tough. What if there was a Scottsdale-style golf resort in St. George where you can stay and play? And what if you could own your own residence there? 
Well, now there is. Introducing Black Desert Resort at Entrada. The second and final chapter of the Entrada Vision offers a full community with exceptional amenities from residential villages, hiking trails through preserved lava flows, spa, world-class dining and shopping, and a Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course. It's literally an outdoor paradise that will strengthen family bonds and make lifelong memories. That's life at Black Desert. Find out how you can stake your claim at blackdesertresort.com blackdesertresort.com exclusive real estate opportunities are available now black desert resort at entrada unlike anything you've experienced before to get your highest performing tour ball you need to build it with the highest quality to get the highest quality you need to pass more than 150 consistency checkpoints And to guarantee your tour ball has a more centered core, you need unique 3D X-ray. That's why one tour ball is more centered than another. And it might not be who you'd think. ChromeSoft. This ball really does change everything. Now, back to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper on Real Golf Radio. Real Golf Radio. All right, thanks again to the caddy for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Appreciate you being with us. It's been an interesting discussion, one that I didn't know that we would continue to have into 2021, as we've mentioned earlier. I've kind of figured that uh, with COVID, maybe that was the end of the Premier Golf League, and yet here we go again, and there's a lot of money behind it, as has been discussed already. So let's kind of put a bow on this and welcome in our good friend. Uh, you can find him on Twitter as well as at uh, golfnewsnet.com, and he is a multimedia guy that is uh, taking the golf world by storm. More to come on that. Hopefully I have some exciting announcements shortly. But Ryan Ballinger joining us right now. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Brian. How are you? Doing great. You know, I, I should mention, I, we took a little trip uh, to Florida, and I, Ryan and I had a nice discussion around a potential opportunity in the line at Tower of Terror. So, you know, that, that'll that be one of those things. That, that's how things come about sometimes. You just, you know, it'll be one of those stories to add to the lore of it all, right? Honestly, some of the most interesting phone conversations or opportunities I've ever been presented with were in the weirdest places. So, <laughs> right? Uh, you never know when it's going to happen, but it's definitely not when you're sitting at your desk waiting for it to happen. <laughs> That's right. It's a, a good point. When opportunity yep. knocks, you answer, uh, regardless of That's where right. you happen to be. So, um, All right. Well, so this Premier Golf League, I mean, right. I, and I, I love some of the banter that you had with, with some of your Twitter followers uh, this week. And as you threw it out there. I'm having a hard time and, and um, talk to Rex Hoggard off the top of the show about, hey, break this down to layman's terms. And, and he said, good luck. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but really, outside of a lot of zeros, and I'm not going to minimize the number, right, uh, $30 million and, and probably higher, uh, outside of that, I'm having a hard time finding the real lure to why guys in a situation that are in a position like the top players are that are being courted would choose to bail on what got them there just to be a part of what something that is new and might be successful. But there's, that, that just feels like a big jump. It probably is, but it also probably felt like a huge jump in 1968 when the PGA of America mm-hmm. had this problem in front of them of these tournament players, these professionals who wanted more of the money and they wanted a, a better treatment. And so they formed the tournament players division and then that became the PGA tour. And here we are, 50 plus years later 
And I guess maybe there's another decision in front of players that I'm not going to say exactly the same concept, but pretty darn close to what was being thrown out by the big three in, in the late sixties and, uh, you know, spearheaded by Jack and Arnie. And, uh, anyway, but I don't know who's spearheading it now on the player side. Um, it doesn't seem like there is a, a, a front. It doesn't seem like there's an organized front of players, top players who are willing to make this move. It seems like the, and we've got to codify here that there are now seemingly two potential breakaway tours. There's the original premier golf league. And that's still got its own fundraising component with a lot of American and European billionaire type guys. And then you've got the super golf league, apparently, which is more of an entirely Saudi driven concept. They got out of the premier golf league. They're going to do their own thing and highlight Saudi Arabia somehow similar, basically the same concept. And I, I don't think either can work because I don't think enough Americans are going to sign up to go travel the world and go play these tournaments when you can barely get them to go over to play a European tour event for free money once a year, much less 10 or 12 times a year or 20 times a year. So I think there's, there's a lot of smoke here, but I don't think there's a lot of fire. You know, the other thing that's interesting about this whole thing is it's not just about the money. Uh, it's about, mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I've, I've said this before in, in the show, but it's about, you know, world ranking points and majors and Ryder Cup and President's Cup and um, the PIP program that was just announced and uh, travel and being able to create your own schedule. There's a lot more to this whole thing than just dollars and cents. You're right. And just to kind of put a bow around the money, the PGA Tours television contract is effectively about to double in a few months' time with their new agreement. So, there's going to be more money going to the players in terms of purses. There's going to be more money available to them to earn beyond the, the player impact program. But like you said, the official world golf ranking determines basically who gets into the majors more or less. I mean, not entirely, but has a huge hand in it. And that's all backed by the major tours that exist today. They're headquartered in the European tour headquarters. I can't imagine the PGA Tour, European Tour, and all the partner tours getting together going, you know what, we're going to start allocating points to this tour that's going to try and rip all of our players away from us. So that's probably a non-starter. And then you've got a vague statement of support, I guess, from Augusta National that the PGA Tour and the European Tour have long been places where the best players in the world are identified, et cetera. And I don't think they're necessarily looking to find ways to invite more players or change the way they invite players to the masters. I can't imagine that the U S open and the USGA are trying to, to do that either. So how do you get access to the, the legacy building tournaments of our time? Because we've got the four majors and whatever you think of a fifth major or sixth major discussion, you've got the players and the BMW PGA. And if you don't have access to the FedEx Cup, then you don't have access to, again, $15 million potentially at the end of the rainbow there. On the side of the European Tour, the race to Dubai, you can win $3 million in one tournament if you win the Dubai uh, season-ending championship. And then you can add some more money on that with the bonus pool. So from an, an access standpoint, if you choose to go this path, the PGA Tour has made it very clear, same as the European Tour, you're shut out 
we are not letting you in any of our stuff. And that means you can't qualify for the Ryder Cup. You can't qualify for the President's Cup. So what exactly can you do other than make money if you join this contest? Yeah, well, you'd be forgotten at some point, you know. Uh, I, 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 for, let me go back to a couple things that you talked about. You mentioned when the PGA Tour was formed outside of the PGA of America, the, the tournament players, and th- there was a gripe there. There was a there was there was something. There was an issue that they took a stand against. So you talked about this movement, right? And and there is there a gripe? I don't know that there's a gripe right now. I mean, I listened to Webb Simpson this week. I listened to, you know, uh, Justin Thomas. I listened to Rory. I listened to, you know, John Rahm. I mean, these, these guys are happy with the PGA Tour, and they're providing them with a lot of money. And as you pointed out, more money still to come. So is there is there a gripe to take a stand and say, you know what, unless this changes on the PGA Tour, we've got an avenue now that we can go and, 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 and have that, have what we want over here. Is, is there, is that, does that exist? I don't get the sense that it does. Yeah. I, I mean, there's plenty of money out there that, that there's hundreds of millions of dollars every year, for some $400 million between the, the tournament schedule and the FedEx Cup bonus pool and the Comcast top 10 or whatever it is now. That's a lot of money. I mean, there's no denying that. And the LPGA is uh, like, hold my beer, right? I mean, are you kidding me? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so that, 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 that's a whole other discussion. But so I, I and I get the sense from all the players that did speak this week, uh, and I'm sure the ones that are into this concept are not ready to speak yet. But the ones that have either already come out against it, like Webb Simpson or, or Rory McIlroy or guys like that, who have said, you know, I don't want any part of the Saudi money, so that's off the table. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to organize the kind of exposure that the PGA tour has already got pen to paper on? I mean, if, if the premier golf league concept tries to come along, what TV network is going to carry it? Because I'm sure the PGA tour would have a conniption if golf channel started carrying PGL. So who's going to carry that? ESPN? Well, uh, they're the exclusive provider of PGA tour live. So that's a non-starter. So how are you going to get access to the American market? Same thing for the Super Golf League. It's just not there. So from an exposure concept, it just hails in comparison. Then you've got the money. Then you've got the access. Again, what are you complaining about? If you want a bigger piece of the pie, okay, I can see some players trying to use this as leverage to get better treatment than they get from the PGA Tour. Again, get more money into the hands of players than perhaps uh, they already get. But at the end of the day, the PGA Tour is a not-for-profit concept. It's a not-for-profit organization. So, I guess the idea of having a, a for-profit uh, tour with the PGL or SGL, I guess could give them a bigger purse of the pie. But at the end of the day, I also don't think they would necessarily get more money just because it's not a 501c3. Yeah. And and the last the other, the other comparison I would throw out there, I mean, John Rahm mentioned that you know the, the premier – you know, the Super League, you know, football, soccer thing that imploded in Europe a couple weeks ago. And we had Ian Carter on to talk about that as well. And it's a little bit Mm -hmm. of a different concept. But uh, that said, I'm trying to consider what, like, we've seen so many different football leagues that have tried to start here in the U.S. that have just have never really made it. The only thing that comes to mind is UFC. Like, I'm the guys that are hardcore, I'm sticking to boxing. You know, (laughs) you know, that that may be a scenario where you say, um, you know what? The, the traditional boxing doesn't have the same thrill and excitement and money around it that UFC now has. And boy, don't, don't I wish I would have been a part of that UFC is it when it took off to, to be able to help build that and, and now benefit off of where it has gone. 
I mean, that that's one. I, I can't, I mean, give me another scenario where this the new startup sort of took over the traditional powerhouse. I, I just, I can't find it in a sports league. But I would say, I would say the UFC is, hasn't really worked out very well for the talents themselves because they are underpaid relative mm. to the value of the UFC. I mean, Dana White and, and the UFC's ownership does a great job of keeping a lot of the money for themselves and paying fairly minuscule amounts to their top talent, even their hugest draws versus in the boxing world. Yeah. It's not what it was in terms of spectacle and, and maybe not the same number of fans, but I'll be darned if Floyd Mayweather is not going to get a payday beating <laughs> Logan Paul this weekend right. or if, you know, Joshua and Fury are whenever they get their bouts together, they're going to make buku bucks. And I, I think maybe that's the apt analogy is, almost the reverse of what we're trying to see here with the PGA tour and these other concepts where these new concepts are trying to invite these guys in with the, the lore of a lot of money. But at the end of the day, the PGA tour is the one that's going to allow them to have them the most exposure, be best known, have the biggest audience available to them because it is more centralized. That's what the UFC does better than boxing because boxing is so decentralized. Mm. So I guess, I, I would see that the comparison, but I do feel like if you're thinking about the total picture of things, sticking with the PGA tour or European tour, because they're strategically aligned, that's going to work a lot more in a player's favor in the long haul than going to this break off concept. You don't know could exist beyond two years mm-hmm. because American fans don't like getting up early to watch sports that aren't in America. And if they sour on a concept or it's hard to access, they just turn away from it. We, we are fickle people in that regard. So it is really hard to set up a new sports league and be successful with. And not to mention giving up all your 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 ability to set your own schedule and, and everything that goes along with uh, the way it's structured here on the PGA Tour. All right, Ryan, uh, great stuff. Really appreciate the insights. Real quick, two weeks to the PGA. Uh, Rory was, was the story at Kiowa last time. Um, he's certainly struggling and searching at the moment. What's your thoughts just uh, as a preview or favorites or, you know, maybe even for those fantasy guys or betting world? Uh, what, what, do you, what do you like going into Kiowa? I'm feeling very confused, but I know how I feel about the ocean course at least. It's just difficult. I mean, it's a hard golf course, especially with the wind coming off the ocean. It's going to be a golf course where you've got to get the ball out there and play. You're going to probably be favored to be a longer hitter, although in 2012 we had someone like David Lynn, who was not a long hitter at all, finished runner-up in the basically the win the B flight when Rory McIlroy ran (laughs) away with it. Yeah. but I think you're you're a favorite player on, on any peak guy golf course. If you can hit the ball straight and with the wind, you can hit it a little bit lower. I thought maybe Cameron Champ would be a really interesting play mm-hmm. if he can keep it in play like he did at Augusta. DJ. Because he hits it long. And, yeah, DJ. You know, like the cut into the wind. So my first thought when Rory said today he's hitting cuts exclusively was, oh, no. And then I started thinking, oh, wait, that's not a bad idea. That'll help him keep it in play a little bit more. Uh, same thing with Rom, although he didn't play very well this week at, at Wells Fargo. So I, I don't like someone like Bryson because he likes to hit it high and far. Uh, high is not good in the wind. I, I know that from personal experience. So, <laughs> um, But there are a lot of scary shots on the ocean course. You have to kind of have a game plan, stick with it, and don't let it get you down because it will bite you. 
at some point, you know it's going to come. You just have to deal with it and roll with the punches. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yep. We'll look forward to it coming up in two weeks' time. Ryan, thanks so much. Great insights as always. Check out Ryan Ballingy at golfnewsnet.com as well as on social media as well. You do a great job. Thanks, Ryan. Good to be with you, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Thanks, Ryan Ballingy joining us here. We'll wrap up the show next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. Hotel Park City, along with the spa and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, are open. Parents were tired, forced into homeschooling, juggling work at home and kids at home. Well, take a staycation and escape to Hotel Park City. The pool's open, fitness center, bandanas grill, Ruth's Chris, the spa, and the golf course. From suites and the cottages that offer private hot tubs on the balcony and three fireplaces, you got to get away. To Hotel Park City, call 435-940-5077. That's 435-940-5077 for reservations today. 2020 has been a lesson in the unexpected, but the real estate market has adapted to the new normal. I'm Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio and the Casby Real Estate Group. With trends we've seen and the COVID vaccine, it helps us to make predictions for 2021. So here's what you can expect. Interest rates will continue to be low. Home values and prices will continue to rise for now. And there's going to be more new construction. No one can predict the future, but we have the experience to develop a unique plan just for you. So let's talk. Send an email to Bob at Casby com. That's Bob at K-A-S-B-Y realestate.com. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. Temperatures are rising, and you know what that means. It's time to turn your water on your sprinklers. Turn to the experts at Mountainland Supply to get you the right products for your yard. Mountainland Supply is an exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. That means the golf pros and superintendents trust Mountainland Supply and Rainbird for their sprinklers, controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate the golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
Well, it's been a fun one. It's been interesting. Uh, great comments and insights from Ryan Ballingy there. Also from uh, Ian Carter from BBC, as well as Rex Hoggard from Golf yep. Channel. Encourage you to check all three of them out on social media and the respective media sites for more details and information. Also, thanks to the caddy for having some fun with us and giving us a little bit of insight there as well. I didn't think we were going to necessarily... A stories that we hadn't heard before. Yeah, it was, it was good, you know? I mean... Yeah. Uh, second hole hit in the bunker and way to miss the cut. I mean, it's, but isn't that how we are? It's a brain damage that we have as golfers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm, unbelievable. That's a absolutely. fun game. It's a fun game. And, and yeah, by the way, and th- this is our official announcement, Bob, that you and I are teaming up yeah. in the Alpine country club tradition member guests. So everyone else is on notice. Just saying that right now. I'm looking forward to it, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I am too. It's going to be a fun time. All right. And Jordan Spieth, guess what? He can win the Grand Slam. Oh, why not? Why not? That would be 2021 as well. All right. For our producer, Dave Glauser, he's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks to you for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.